Close your eyes and let my words soothe you to sleep. Today's story is a devil proposed a trade. Chapter 1 The sun was setting over the small town as Jack trudged home from another long day at the factory. He had been working there for years now, but it never got any easier. The monotony of the work was beginning to wear on him, and he couldn't help but feel like there had to be more to life than this. As he walked, lost in thought, he suddenly came face to face with a figure he had never seen before. The stranger was tall and thin, with piercing eyes that seemed to look right through Jack. He wore a dark suit that seemed out of place in the small town, and his smile was unsettling. Hello, Jack, the stranger said, his voice smooth as silk. I couldn't help but notice you seem a bit down. Is everything all right? Jack was taken aback by the stranger's sudden appearance and friendly demeanor, but he couldn't help but feel drawn to him. I don't know, he admitted. I just feel like I'm stuck in this rut, you know? Like there's got to be more to life than working in a factory every day. The stranger nodded sympathetically. I understand completely, he said. In fact, I may have a solution for you. He reached into his pocket and pulled out a small slip of paper. I can offer you 100 US dollars in exchange for just one hour of your lifetime. No taxes, no deductions. Just a simple trade. Jack was skeptical, but he couldn't deny the appeal of the offer. 100 US dollars was more than he made in a whole week of hard labor, and the idea of having some extra cash was tempting. What's the catch? He asked, eyeing the stranger warily. The stranger just smiled again. No catch, my friend. Just a simple trade. What do you say? Jack hesitated for a moment, but the allure of the money was too strong. All right, he said finally. Let's do it. The stranger grinned and handed Jack the slip of paper. Excellent, he said. Just sign here, and it will be done. Jack took the pen and signed his name on the paper, feeling a strange sense of excitement and anticipation. As soon as he finished, the stranger reached out and clasped his hand. Thank you, Jack, he said. I think you'll find that this is just the beginning of a very exciting journey. And with that, he disappeared into the shadows, leaving Jack standing alone on the empty street. As he walked the rest of the way home, Jack couldn't shake the feeling that something was different. He felt lighter, somehow, and more alive. It wasn't until he got home and saw the stack of bills on his kitchen table that he realized what had changed. For the first time in a long time, he felt like he had a real choice in his life. And he couldn't wait to see what came next. Chapter 2 Jack spent the next few days in a daze, trying to make sense of what had happened. He had never been one to believe in magic or fairy tales, but the stranger's offer had felt almost too good to be true. And yet, there was the stack of bills on his table, a tangible reminder that it had all been real. As he sat in his small apartment, counting and recounting the money, Jack couldn't help but wonder what else the stranger had meant by a very exciting journey. 
He had always felt trapped in his small town with no real prospects or opportunities for growth. But now, with this newfound wealth, he felt like anything was possible. The first thing he did was quit his job at the factory. It was a decision he had been considering for a while, but now he had the financial security to make it a reality. He spent the next few days researching different career paths and job opportunities, trying to figure out what he really wanted to do with his life. It was during one of these research sessions that he stumbled upon an ad for a travel company. They were looking for tour guides to lead groups through exotic destinations all over the world. It sounded like a dream job to Jack, and he couldn't believe it was something he could actually pursue. Without much thought, he applied for the job and was surprised to receive a response almost immediately. The travel company was impressed by his enthusiasm and offered him a position as a trainee tour guide. It was a far cry from his old life in the factory, but Jack couldn't wait to start this new adventure. Over the next few weeks, Jack threw himself into his training with a fervor he had never felt before. He learned about different cultures, languages, and customs, and practiced his public speaking skills until he felt confident enough to lead a group of tourists through any destination. And then, finally, the day came for his first tour. He was nervous, but also excited to finally put all his training into practice. As he led his group through the winding streets of a small village in Italy, he couldn't help but feel like he was exactly where he was supposed to be. As the tour came to an end, one of the tourists approached him and thanked him for the wonderful experience. You're a natural, she said. Have you ever considered starting your own travel company? Jack was taken aback by the suggestion, but as he thought about it, he realized it was exactly the kind of opportunity he had been hoping for. With the stranger's money, he could actually make it a reality. And so, with a newfound sense of purpose and direction, Jack set out to start his own travel company. It wasn't easy, and there were plenty of setbacks along the way, but he knew he was on the right path. And he couldn't help but feel grateful for the stranger who had given him the chance to take control of his own life. Chapter 3 Jack worked tirelessly on his travel company, pouring all of his energy into making it a success. He spent countless hours researching destinations, building relationships with local vendors, and designing unique itineraries that would set his company apart from the competition. Despite the long hours and the occasional setback, Jack was happier than he had ever been. He loved the freedom and creativity that came with running his own business, and he was proud of the impact he was having on his clients' lives. One day, as he was sitting in his office, he received an unexpected phone call. It was the stranger. Hello, Jack, the stranger said, his voice as smooth as ever. I hope you're doing well. Jack was surprised to hear from him, but he couldn't help but feel a sense of gratitude. After all, it was the stranger who had given him the opportunity to start his own company in the first place. I'm doing great, thank you, Jack said. How about you? The stranger chuckled. I don't have much use for well-being, Jack, he said. But I am pleased to see that you're doing so well. Your company is really taking off. 
Jack was taken aback. How do you know about my company? He asked. The stranger just laughed. I know many things, Jack. And I'm glad to see that my investment in you has paid off. But I didn't call to talk business. I wanted to offer you something else. Jack was intrigued. What is it? He asked. The stranger hesitated for a moment, as if choosing his words carefully. I have another offer for you, Jack, he said finally. One that could change your life forever. Jack felt a flicker of fear in his chest. He had learned enough about the stranger to know that his offers always came with a catch. But he couldn't deny the curiosity that was gnawing at him. What is it? He asked again. The stranger's voice took on a more serious tone. I can offer you immortality, Jack, he said. Eternal life. All I ask in return is that you continue to do my bidding. Help me with my work. Jack felt a chill run down his spine. Immortality? It sounded like a dream come true, but he knew there had to be more to it than that. What kind of work? He asked cautiously. The stranger just chuckled. Don't worry about that, Jack. All you need to know is that I have great plans for you. You could be a part of something truly extraordinary. Jack hesitated for a moment, weighing the offer in his mind. Immortality was a tempting prospect, but he couldn't shake the feeling that there was something dark and dangerous about the stranger's proposal. I'll have to think about it, he said finally. The stranger just laughed. Of course, Jack. Take all the time you need. But remember, this offer won't be on the table forever. With that, he hung up, leaving Jack alone in his office to ponder the offer. He knew he couldn't make a decision right away, but he couldn't shake the feeling that his life was about to take a dramatic turn. Chapter 4 As the days passed, Jack couldn't stop thinking about the stranger's offer of immortality. It was a tempting prospect, but he couldn't shake the feeling that there was something sinister about it. He tried to push it to the back of his mind and focus on his travel company, but it lingered there like a dark cloud. One night, as he was closing up his office, he heard a knock on the door. He opened it to find the stranger standing there, his dark suit and piercing eyes as unsettling as ever. Hello, Jack, the stranger said, his voice smooth and unctuous. I hope I'm not interrupting anything. Jack felt a surge of fear in his chest, but he tried to keep his voice steady. No, not at all, he said. What brings you here? The stranger stepped into the office, his eyes scanning the room. I just wanted to check in with you, he said. See how you're doing. Jack felt a bead of sweat trickle down his forehead. There was something about the stranger's presence that made him feel uneasy. He tried to keep his tone neutral. I'm doing well, he said. Thanks for asking. The stranger turned to face him, his eyes boring into Jack's. And have you given any more thought to my offer? He asked. 
Jack hesitated. He had thought about it, but he still wasn't sure what the catch was. I'm not sure, he said finally. I need more information. The stranger smiled, and Jack felt a shiver run down his spine. Of course, he said. I understand. But time is running out, Jack. The offer won't be on the table forever. With that, he turned and walked out of the office, leaving Jack standing there alone. As soon as the door closed behind him, Jack felt a sense of relief wash over him. He couldn't explain it, but he knew that he didn't want anything to do with the stranger's offer. The next few days passed in a blur of work and anxiety. Jack couldn't shake the feeling that he was being watched, and he couldn't help but wonder what the stranger's true intentions were. He tried to focus on his travel company, but his mind kept drifting back to the offer of immortality. It wasn't until he received a package in the mail that everything changed. The package was small and unassuming, but as soon as he opened it, he knew that his life would never be the same. Inside was a small vial of liquid, glowing a bright green. A note was attached, written in the same smooth script as the stranger's voice. Drink this, Jack, it read. And all your dreams will come true. Jack felt a surge of fear and excitement in his chest. He knew that drinking the liquid was a dangerous prospect, but he couldn't help but wonder what would happen if he did. Would he really gain immortality? Would he be able to live forever, free from the constraints of time and mortality? He hesitated for a moment, weighing the pros and cons. But in the end, his curiosity won out. He unscrewed the cap of the vial and drank the liquid, feeling it burn its way down his throat. And then, everything went black. Chapter 5 When Jack woke up, he was in a completely different place than his office. He was standing in a dark, cavernous room, surrounded by strange machinery and flickering screens. He looked down at his hands and gasped they were glowing a faint green, just like the liquid he had drunk. Suddenly, the room was filled with a blinding light, and Jack had to shield his eyes. When the light faded, he saw that he was no longer alone. The stranger was standing in front of him, a sinister smile on his face. Welcome, Jack, the stranger said. I'm glad to see you've finally joined us. Jack felt a surge of fear and anger. What is this? he demanded. What have you done to me? The stranger just laughed. Relax, Jack. You're part of something big now. Something greater than anything you could have ever imagined. Jack felt a sense of dread creeping up on him. He had made a terrible mistake by drinking that liquid, and now he was trapped in this dark, foreboding place with a man he couldn't trust. What do you want from me? He asked, trying to keep his voice steady. The stranger's smile widened. I want you to help me, Jack, he said. Help me with my work. You see, I'm not just an ordinary man. I have access to knowledge and power that most people can only dream of. And now, with your help, we can accomplish great things together. 
Jack felt a sense of revulsion at the stranger's words. He had a feeling that great things didn't mean anything good. I don't want any part of this, he said, taking a step back. The stranger just chuckled. You don't have a choice, Jack. You drank the liquid, and now you're bound to me. But don't worry, you'll come to see things my way soon enough. With that, he turned and walked out of the room, leaving Jack alone with his thoughts. He looked down at his glowing hands and felt a sense of despair. What had he gotten himself into? As the days passed, Jack found himself being pulled deeper and deeper into the stranger's world. He was forced to participate in strange experiments, using his newfound powers to manipulate time and space in ways he couldn't even begin to understand. At first, he resisted. He tried to find a way out, to escape the stranger's clutches and return to his old life. But the more he tried to fight, the stronger the stranger's hold on him became. And then, one day, everything changed. Jack was in the middle of an experiment when he suddenly felt a surge of power coursing through his body. He closed his eyes and focused, trying to understand what was happening. And then, he saw it. A vision of a world without the stranger's influence. A world where he was free to live his own life, to make his own choices. It was a powerful moment, and Jack knew what he had to do. He opened his eyes and focused all of his energy on breaking free of the stranger's hold. And with a burst of light, he was free. He stumbled out of the room and into a bright, sunny meadow. He looked around, disoriented, and saw that he was surrounded by people real people, not just lab assistants or experiment subjects. And then, he saw her. A woman with long, curly hair and a bright smile. He didn't know who she was, but he felt drawn to her. He walked over to her and introduced himself. Hi, he said. I'm Jack. The woman smiled. Hi, Jack. I'm Sarah. And in that moment, Jack knew that he had made the right choice. He had escaped the stranger's grasp and found a new life, full of possibilities and wonder. He took Sarah's hand and led her out of the meadow, ready to face whatever came next. Chapter 6 Jack and Sarah spent the next few weeks exploring the world together. They traveled to exotic destinations, tasted new foods, and experienced different cultures. For the first time in a long time, Jack felt truly free. But even as he enjoyed his new life, he couldn't shake the feeling that the stranger was still out there, watching him. He knew that he couldn't let his guard down, that he had to be vigilant against any signs of the stranger's influence. One night, as they were sitting in a small cafe in Paris, Jack saw him. The stranger was sitting at a table across the room, his dark suit and piercing eyes as unsettling as ever. Jack felt a surge of fear in his chest, but he tried to keep his voice steady. Sarah, I need to go to the restroom, he said, standing up from the table. Sarah looked at him quizzically, but nodded. Okay, I'll wait for you here. As Jack walked towards the restroom, he could feel the stranger's eyes on him. 
He knew that he had to be careful, that he couldn't let the stranger get the upper hand. He pushed open the door to the restroom and stepped inside, locking the door behind him. He stood there for a moment, catching his breath, and then he heard a voice. Hello, Jack. Jack turned around and saw the stranger standing there, a sinister smile on his face. What do you want? Jack asked, trying to keep his voice steady. The stranger just chuckled. I want you to come back to me, Jack, he said. You know that your place is with me. You have powers that you don't even understand yet. Together, we could do amazing things. Jack felt a surge of anger. I don't want anything to do with you, he said, his voice rising. I'm done with your games. The stranger just laughed. You can't escape me, Jack. You're bound to me, and you always will be. But don't worry, I'll be gentle with you. I'll make it easy for you to come back. With that, he turned and walked out of the restroom, leaving Jack alone with his thoughts. He knew that the stranger was right, that he couldn't escape him forever. But he also knew that he had to try. He took a deep breath and pushed open the door to the restroom, stepping back out into the cafe. Sarah was still sitting at the table, her eyes bright and curious. Are you okay? She asked, noticing the look on his face. Jack nodded. Yeah, I'm fine, he said. Let's go. As they walked out of the cafe, Jack couldn't help but feel a sense of relief. He had escaped the stranger's grasp once again, but he knew that he couldn't let his guard down. He had to be vigilant, to watch for any signs of the stranger's influence. And most of all, he had to keep Sarah safe. She was the one bright spot in his life, the one thing that made him feel truly alive. He would do whatever it took to protect her, even if it meant facing the stranger head-on. As they walked through the streets of Paris, Jack felt a sense of determination growing inside him. Chapter 7 Sarah and Jack spent the next few days exploring the city of Paris, taking in all the sights and sounds that the city had to offer. They visited the Eiffel Tower, the Louvre, and Notre Dame Cathedral, marveling at the beauty and history of each landmark. As they walked through the streets, Jack couldn't shake the feeling that the stranger was still out there, watching them. He knew that he had to be careful, that the stranger would stop at nothing to get him back under his control. One night, as they were walking back to their hotel, Jack saw a figure lurking in the shadows. He tensed, and Sarah noticed the change in his demeanor. What's wrong? She asked, looking around. Jack shook his head. Nothing, he said. Let's just keep walking. But as they got closer to the figure, Jack saw that it was the stranger. He was standing there, his dark suit blending in with the shadows, his eyes fixed on Jack. Sarah saw him too, and she gasped. Who is that? She asked, clutching Jack's arm. Jack tried to keep his voice calm. It's no one, he said. Let's just keep walking. But the stranger stepped out of the shadows, blocking their path. Hello, Jack, 
he said, his voice smooth and unctuous. Jack felt a surge of anger. What do you want? he demanded. The stranger just smiled. I want you to come back to me, Jack, he said. You know that your place is with me. You have powers that you don't even understand yet. Together, we could do amazing things. Jack felt a sense of revulsion at the stranger's words. He knew that he couldn't trust him, that his promises of power and greatness were just a ploy to get him back under his control. I'm not coming back, he said firmly. The stranger's smile faded. You don't have a choice, Jack, he said. You're bound to me, and you always will be. Jack felt a surge of fear in his chest, but he tried to keep his voice steady. I don't believe you, he said. I'm done with your games. And with that, he took Sarah's hand and let her pass the stranger, walking quickly towards their hotel. He could feel the stranger's eyes on him, but he didn't dare turn around. As they reached the safety of their hotel room, Jack felt a sense of relief wash over him. He knew that the stranger was still out there, but he also knew that he couldn't let him control him anymore. He turned to Sarah, taking her hands in his. I need to tell you something, he said. Sarah looked at him, her eyes full of concern. What is it? she asked. Jack took a deep breath. There's someone out there, he said. Chapter 8 As Jack and Sarah settled into their hotel room, Jack couldn't shake the feeling of unease that had settled over him. He knew that the stranger would stop at nothing to get him back, and he couldn't let his guard down for a moment. He paced back and forth, his mind racing with possibilities. What if the stranger had followed them back to the hotel? What if he was watching them right now, waiting for the perfect moment to strike? Sarah watched him with a concerned expression. What's wrong, Jack? she asked. You seem really on edge. Jack stopped pacing and turned to face her. I'm sorry, he said. I just can't shake the feeling that the stranger is still out there, watching us. Sarah nodded, understanding written on her face. I know it's scary, she said. But we can't let him control our lives. We have to keep living, keep exploring the world. Jack felt a sense of gratitude towards her. She was right, they couldn't let the stranger control them. They had to keep living their lives, even with the constant threat of danger looming over them. He took a deep breath and sat down next to her on the bed. You're right, he said. We can't let him win. We have to keep living our lives. Sarah smiled, a sense of relief washing over her. That's the spirit, she said. They spent the rest of the night talking and planning their next adventure. They decided to take a trip to the French countryside to explore the beautiful vineyards and quaint villages that dotted the landscape. As they drifted off to sleep, Jack couldn't help but feel a sense of calm settle over him. He knew that the stranger was still out there, but he also knew that he wouldn't let him control his life anymore. The next few days were filled with adventure and excitement. 
They explored the beautiful French countryside, taking in the stunning scenery and tasting delicious wines. They visited small villages and chatted with locals, immersing themselves in the culture. But even as they enjoyed their travels, Jack couldn't shake the feeling of unease that lingered in the back of his mind. He knew that the stranger was still out there, and he couldn't let his guard down for a moment. One day, as they were driving through the countryside, they spotted a figure on the side of the road. It was the stranger. Jack's heart rate spiked, and he swerved the car to avoid hitting him. But the stranger just smiled and stepped out of the way, watching them as they drove past. Sarah turned to him, her eyes wide with fear. Who was that? she asked. Jack couldn't bring himself to tell her the truth. He didn't want to scare her, didn't want to make her worry more than she already was. Chapter 9 As they continued their travels through the French countryside, Jack couldn't shake the feeling that the stranger was always watching them. He had kept the encounter on the side of the road from Sarah, not wanting to worry her, but he knew that he couldn't keep the truth from her forever. One night, as they were sitting in a small cafe, Jack decided to tell her everything. He took a deep breath and began to recount his encounter with the stranger, from the offer of immortality to his escape from the dark laboratory. Sarah listened intently, her eyes wide with disbelief. I can't believe all of this happened to you, she said. It sounds like something out of a science fiction movie. Jack nodded. I know, he said. But it's all true. And I can't shake the feeling that the stranger is still out there, watching us. Sarah reached across the table and took his hand. We'll figure this out, she said. Together. We'll find a way to stop him. Jack felt a surge of gratitude towards her. He knew that he couldn't do this alone, that he needed her by his side. As they left the cafe and headed back to their hotel, Jack felt a sense of determination growing inside him. He knew that he had to face the stranger head-on to stop him from ever hurting anyone else. The next day, they packed their bags and headed back to Paris. Jack had a plan, a way to lure the stranger out of hiding and confront him once and for all. They checked into a small hotel in the heart of the city, and Jack began to set his plan in motion. He sent out a message to the stranger, a challenge to meet him in a public place and settle things once and for all. He didn't know if the stranger would take the bait, but he had to try. As they waited for a response, Jack and Sarah explored the city, taking in all the sights and sounds that Paris had to offer. They visited museums and art galleries, ate delicious food, and strolled along the Seine River. But even as they enjoyed their time in the city, Jack couldn't shake the feeling of unease that lingered in the back of his mind. He knew that the stranger was out there, somewhere, and he couldn't let his guard down. And then, one day, they received a response. The stranger had agreed to meet them in a public park on the outskirts of the city. Jack felt a surge of fear and excitement as they made their way to the park. He knew that this was his chance to confront the stranger, to put an end to his reign of terror once and for all. As they arrived at the park, Jack scanned the area, looking for any sign of the stranger. 
And then, he saw him. The dark suit, the piercing eyes, it was the stranger. Jack took a deep breath and approached him. We need to talk, he said, his voice steady. The stranger just smiled. I've been waiting for this moment, Jack, he said. I knew that you would come to me eventually. Chapter 10 As Jack stared at the stranger, he felt a sense of calm wash over him. He knew that he had to be careful, that the stranger was still dangerous, but he also knew that he had something that the stranger didn't the power of love. He turned to Sarah, taking her hand in his. I'm not alone, he said. I have her. And together, we're stronger than you could ever imagine. The stranger just laughed. Love is a weakness, Jack, he said. It will be your downfall. But Jack didn't listen. He focused all of his energy on Sarah, on the love that they shared. And as he did, he felt a surge of power coursing through his body. He closed his eyes and focused, and then he saw it. A vision of the stranger, defeated and powerless, fading away into nothingness. And then, he opened his eyes and faced the stranger. It's over, he said. The stranger's smile faded. You think you've won, Jack, he said. But I'll always be out there, waiting for you. Jack just smiled. I know, he said. But I'll be ready for you. And I'll always have Sarah by my side. And with that, the stranger faded away, leaving Jack and Sarah alone in the park. They held each other close, feeling the warmth of their love surround them. As they walked away from the park, Jack felt a sense of peace settle over him. He knew that the stranger was still out there, but he also knew that he had the power to stop him. And most of all, he knew that he had Sarah by his side, a constant source of love and support. Together, they would face whatever came next, ready to take on the world. The End It was a pleasure sharing this story with you. Stay tuned for more by subscribing to our podcast. I'm your host, Amalia Dupre, and we, the team at this podcast will make you sleep, wish you a peaceful night's rest. Sweet dreams.